In episode two of Expertise, Simon and Jim try the Japanese breakfast blend from Upton Tea Imports. This episode is not sponsored. Simon, here we are for another episode of Expertise. Yes. Hello, Jim. Yeah, what have well, you brought us today? I have the Japanese breakfast blend from Upton Tea Imports. Now, as I was um, looking at, I mean, there is a wealth of information about uh, tea production in Japan. The, the tea that we are going to try today comes from the, the Kagoshima Prefecture, which in my somewhat deep research... Um, is a major producer of green tea. Um, this prefecture is actually the second largest producer of tea in all of Japan. But like, like I said, it's known for its green tea. So I, I was surprised. That's what I was thinking. I mean, are we going to have the whole ceremony here? Do, did I need to bring my kimono? No. Because it's, it's, it's off for dry cleaning. So. Unless... <laughs> Alas, the tea ceremony will, will probably wait for a later episode. Okay. Apparently, for this one, we're just supposed to enjoy it with breakfast. So, I yeah. So the here is the description. Um, it says on Upton Tea Imports, although somewhat rare, black tea has been cultivated and produced in Japan for almost 150 years. From the Kagoshima Prefecture, this outstanding offering displays neat, dark brown leaves that yield a velvety, smooth liquor with a complex fragrance and flavor. Layers of cocoa, earth, honey, peach, and warming spices perfume the aroma and weave together in the ruby copper cup, creating a rich flavor tapestry. The finish is smooth and lingers with a fleeting hint of spice. Wow, I am really looking forward to this. Okay. I do not uh, think you could have a taller order for what to expect with this tea. That, that's a lot. That's, that's setting the bar pretty high. We, uh, yeah. Like you said, it's interesting that uh, there's so little black tea normally in, in Japan. I wonder if the British took that there. Uh, it could yeah. be. I don't know. It's 150 years as long ago, maybe, uh, back when they were trading with the outside world before they took a, a big uh, insular approach and, and didn't trade with anyone until the Americans after the Second World War. So I, I wonder who took it there, but that's interesting. I don't know. My mind is still stuck on the layers of earth. I'm not sure how I feel about that in my Yeah, mind. well, you know, small boys, they eat, they eat a certain amount of dirt while they're playing outside. That, but uh, I, I, I had hoped I'd got past that phase. Right. <laughs> so before we, um, in a little bit, brew and taste the tea, I thought before that we might do a little initial smell test. I am currently ripping open our sample pack and seeking to open it up. Hmm. See what you think there. Oh, that is nice, yeah. It's definitely got some of that black tea. You can tell it's black tea, but there's 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 quite a lot of other fragrances in there. Uh, yeah, it, it, it smells kind of earthy. I, I look forward, it, and it, I can kind of smell it. I just look forward to seeing what this tastes like. 
Well, why don't we put the kettle on then? Let's put the kettle on. Well, Simon, we have the brewed tea in front of us. We do. We do. I uh, am looking forward to smelling this, taking in the olfactory notes. <laughs> oh, well, that's right. We're not being pretentious. They, they, um, there are a lot of notes to potentially <laughs> pick up on. Wow. I hope, my, I hope my nose is up for this. I, I feel like you should have been doing some exercises before this. Yeah. No kidding. Well, here right, we go. I'm going to sniff so, this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh, yeah, I'm trying to... The the smell of the brewed tea, I think, is a little flatter than the smell of the... the dry tea. Which I think was our experience with the tea that it we was. had before, where we, we smelled that tea and it was like... But we, I have... I have you know, heard from from other tea uh, experts, more expert than me anyway, uh, that you cannot judge the taste of a tea by the smell of oh. the um, the the unbrewed dry. That, that's fair. Tea. So so okay. Before we drink, I know we're just staring. I, at I was tea. just about to. Okay. Okay. So we. I did want to point out that depending on where you look. This tea is to be steeped at, um, the water should be at boiling temperature, which we did. Um, depending on what you look at, it says two to three minutes on our sample packet. It says three to five minutes on our website. Um, both Simon and I, are we want to err on the side of brewing it a little stronger. So we brewed it the full five minutes. And we also... Um, probably put a little bit more than um, a teaspoon in just to give it a, a little bonus chance. Strong and long is what you're saying. Correct. Yes. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Good health. Mm. Very different from last time. Very different from any British breakfast blend yeah. that I've had. I'm going to start out with I like it. It's nice. It's a more delicate flavor, which I guess goes, I think of things Japanese as more delicate, despite the fact that I did judo, which is not delicate. <laughs> it actually tastes more like a green tea than it does a black tea for me. My initial impression of it. Like if you and I maybe I could be wrong, but like if you you're not allowed to be wrong. You're our tea nerd. That's right. <laughs> like if I were able, like if if I couldn't see what I was drinking, like if I couldn't see the color of it, and I were to drink this, and you said, "What kind of tea is this?" Well, you know, now as I drink it again, I think it's a little bolder. So I probably would have said. That it's a black tea, but for some reason the notes of it, if you will, kind of it just has a green tea-ish kind of feel to it. I don't know how to describe it. Well, I'm a great believer in the 
you are what you eat, and so plants are what they grow in. Hmm. Um, so you had mentioned that this area where this grows is very uh, volcanic, so there's a lot of ash in the soil. Uh, pardon my ignorance, I'm not sure if that makes it more alkaline or acid. I want to say alkaline, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So... If that is a typical soil that you would grow green tea in, then I could see a black tea taking on some effect from its uh, from its environment. Uh, I'm sure that makes a difference. I mean, yeah, you know, no, the, I would agree. The, yeah. the 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 fancy wine tasting folks they uh, they like to talk about. Oh, yes, it's grown on this side of the mountain, and well, what. That sounds pretentious, but at the end of the day, it probably isn't, because does that mean it grows mostly in the sunshine or mostly in the shade? Sure. Uh, does that mean that it has this type of soil or that type of soil? Is it uh, in the rain shadow of the mountain that it's growing on, or is it in the the, the wetter side? Uh, those things, although I'm not sophisticated enough to, to put them all together, those things have got to make a difference. Mm-hmm. No, I want to go back to a word that you used that you when you first tasted this tea because I'm I'm still I'm not sure how I feel about this tea yet. But you you use the word flat, and I kind of appreciate I like that term because as I'm as as I continue to to sip on this, I'm I mean you you heard the wide variety of, of flavors that they said that we would pick up. I was listening carefully. Yes, that was quite the list. Now, of all of the things mentioned here, I'm trying to see, well, what is it? Like, you know, I can tell you the things I'm not tasting. I'm not, I'm not feeling the layers of peach. I'm not feeling the warming spices. What does come out, though... Um, is the honey. I can taste a little bit. Uh, there is kind of a note of honey. Like what I appreciate about this tea is um, I know I know amongst tea drinkers there's quite a, a wide variety. Like some people like to drink their tea with lemon or some might like it with sugar or some might like it with honey. And I... I or t- <coughs> milk. Or milk. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, I tend to drink my teas without anything. I I, I don't use sugar anymore. Um, but this one, I think, because I can I can taste that hint of honey. It almost it feels like it's kind of naturally flavored a little bit. I do appreciate that. Like I I wouldn't this wouldn't need something to make it more palatable or sweeter, if you will. Although I am kind of intrigued about what lemon would taste like with this, but but it definitely doesn't need sugar. I, I think along with the honey, I don't know what earth... Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I was a boy, so I know what earth smell, tastes like. But um, I can taste a little bit of the cocoa, too. Like a, a hint of the cocoa flavor. I appreciate them saying that. I, I can taste a little bit of that in this as well. So I'm, I'm definitely not picking up any peach earth. I, I don't know. It's been a while since I <laughs> chowed down on some dirt. Um, the cocoa is not. I'm not really not really getting that. That's not fair. getting the honey. But I am uh, picking up on the warming spices. It does. Hmm. Uh, I, I I'm not going to just 
you know, throw out the oh, it's like cinnamon. No, but I, but I it, it it's not like cinnamon, sure. which is normally what you would think of as a warming spice. Yeah. Um, I don't know which warming, but it's definitely warming, but not cinnamon. So that that's what I'm getting here. Would you say it kind of feels like I don't know if you've ever had. Like, I think of, like, the spice ball that goes into, like, if you make, um, like, apple cider. Like, does it have kind of, like, that combination of spice, or is it a little more... I don't know. I'm thinking more, uh, like, Indian spice. Some of their more dessert spices. Okay. Um... So I mean, if you were to tell me, yeah, there's there's Indian, just the tiniest hint of Indian allspice in there, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay. probably is. All right. I could I could I could believe that. Okay. Um, now for our our listeners, I am. Well, that's interesting because it says the finish is smooth with the, the fleeting hint of spice. So that yeah, that so sounds, I'm I'm getting good. just that fleeting hint. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, yeah. So and at, I, I'm not drinking this with with milk today because it's although it says breakfast blend, it's, it's not wrong. a British style. No, not because, no. It would be wrong in anything other than a British style tea. Thank you, Jim. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I I like this, but uh, not enough that I think I would order it. Which you, know, you said in the, the kitchen. I hope I don't like this because it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah, there, there were two things that I wanted to note that um, have nothing to do with the taste per se, but I just thought were worth mentioning. The first was. Unlike a lot of breakfast blend teas, which in my experience, whether they're in a tea bag or, or loose, um, they're generally very, they're fine. Whereas this tea um, is much more, like you can see chunks of leaf and kind of like blades in it. That whatever, more like a tea salad. Yes, that whatever the blend is. Um, it's definitely not ground. It just had more of a natural look as we were what as we were seeing it steep. It was almost like it was starting to unfurl as it soaked the water in and steep. Uh, the other thing that Simon pointed out was um, this tea is very very expensive. Um, one of the things that Upton does is it will give you an um, it will it will tell you about like what the cost is per to make a cup. And in my experience, most of the teas that I've gotten from them have been, you know, 10 to 20 cents per serving, if you will. Whereas here, the only increment that you can get it in is a 100 gram ba- packet, which is pretty small. And there it's 44 cents a cup. And even the sample that we got was, you know, three or four times, ex- or at least double the expense of most other sample packets. So it's definitely. Um, it's a rare tea, and I think the cost reflects that. That um, so, I'm not sure. I I'm with you in the sense that I would probably not. Um, I would not purchase this tea. Um, I don't like it so much that I would want to have it again. Right. If somebody purchased some, I was visiting with them, and they they served me this. I would would very happily drink it I, I would agree i don't i mean it it, it tastes like similar ish to other kind of 
I mean, I, I would. I guess if I would have this at any time, I would have it with breakfast. This does not strike me as a tea. I generally am more of a caffeinated tea individual in the morning, and I kind of transition out to kind of lighter teas. That if I were to have this, I would probably have it with breakfast. It, it, that seems appropriate. But um, I'm not that impressed by it. You know, I would drink it, but I'm not. I'm you not wild to, by uh, it. So last week you let me go first with with offering a score of five um, until we arrive at some official expertise tea scoring scale. We'll, we'll stick with out of five. Yeah. Where, so, where would you put it? Okay, so five being like, oh, oh yeah. my goodness, this is the greatest tea ever, yeah. to one being you heard me spit it out as I drank <laughs> it. Um, I would rate this tea a three. Average, nothing about it makes me go yuck, but nothing about it really sticks out and has me saying, you know, I can't wait to polish off the rest of this um, sample pack that they that they gave me. So I would give it a three um, stars or teacups or whatever out of five. <laughs> I think if it had not been... As expensive, I would have gone with like a 3.5. But I think uh, given there's a certain amount of expectation that comes with paying more. <laughs> yes. Um, maybe we've all just been brainwashed by the uh, the wine aficionados. But yeah, for this first price, I'm just going to give it a 3. If it was cheaper, I, I'd, I'd go to a 3.5. Three yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, I mean... The, I mean, three is pretty good. Uh, that's a workable, drinkable tea. Yeah, so. no, I, I would agree. I you mean, know, if, if I were to go this out, I'm not going to say, Jim, what were you doing to change your uh, tea selection criteria? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the irony is that um, we ordered, Simon and I ordered some samples to start, and they actually threw this one in for free. So um, this one actually didn't cost anything. But we did discover that it was it was nice of them to throw this one in um, as a bonus. So, so yes, yeah. we appreciate that. Thank you, uh, Upton. But um, yeah, so I mean, I, like I said, three is a is absolutely you know, drinkable tea. It's um, I could go anywhere, visit anyone. If they served me this, I would be be happy to drink it. I, I think um, that's a and it. it it's fine without anything. I'm I'm not adding milk. You're not adding lemon or, or honey or anything like that. Um, yeah, I mean, as we would say in England, well, it was nice. Yeah, but not a nice cup of tea, which is different. You get the nice cup of tea. You extend out the description. Now that's you're at least into the four territory there. Okay. Well, that is our report on the. Japanese breakfast blend, which I should point out is also organic. I couldn't taste the organic. Yeah, I couldn't taste the organic in it. So, um, I I have a way to go yet in my uh, pretentious tea drinking technique. (laughs) So, yeah, so there you have it. So, we um, appreciate you listening to us today as we continue our journey in exploring the wonderful world of tea out there. Quite so. Uh, 
It was delicious. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, listeners. We're out.